everybody! Season 2 is upon us. <laughs> yes. It's been a while. We've had a break. But the Red Letter, Yellow Letter podcast is back in business. It's season 2. And we are winging it today, aren't we? Aren't we, Harley? We're often winging it. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Like we every do, third we're... episode, we're like, oh, let's wing it. I don't know. Yeah, we, 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 we're good at winging things. Um, yeah, we we, we winged many an episode back in season one, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It was like every third episode, we're just like, oh, fuck it, we're winging it. And those are usually the best ones, honestly. Yes, yes, they were. You know, we, we'd pick a couple of very, very, very loose subjects and then just yes. chew the fat Roll for it. about an hour. So, um. So it's been like I'm, I'm trying to think. It's been it's been multiple months. We've been we've been on a break, and um, so uh, what what's been um, what's been poking its head above the uh, the parapet for 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 you really, other than you know obviously all the real life stuff. I don't. I just been focused on real life shit. I mean, I try to. I'm personally trying to just get my shit back together at this point. I am trying to get Cryptid Bartender revived. So. I, yeah, everybody, I, I realized the other day I mentioned um, cocktails or bartending or something, and I didn't really realize how long it's been since I posted anything. I mean, it's been like just about five, six months. And a lot of new followers started commenting like, you should make drinks based off of different uh, monsters and cryptids and stuff. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> about that. <laughs> so uh yeah i i retagged that and just kind of advertised it a little bit but um i've had people reaching out to me asking where i've been how come i haven't been posting anything and when i'm going to do it again people asking for a physical recipe book of everything even some suggesting i start a podcast where i go over the like the lores and the legend and stories about whatever cocktail i'm doing that week but um i don't know that's kind of the back of my mind i don't know for sure if i'm gonna do that or not i wouldn't want to do it alone that's the thing i don't i don't like doing podcasting by myself it's you know, i'm just sitting there blah 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 and it's it's not so fun it's not as fun no 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 you want you want to find a guest it's it's not the same yeah you want to have fun with it you want to have fun with it is what you want to do um oh, where'd you my, go my my oh my oh no my camera's gone <laughs> there it is it's there back again are. that was weird Okay, so um, but yeah, no. I suppose one one of the big things I guess I wanted to wanted to ask you about was the um, how how have things been in Arizona, um, uh, now that, that you know the Rona, the Rona's that you know the the Rona's gone. You know, every has everything returned to normal where you are? Um, not not quite. Um, no. we're trickling in there. So basically, the city of Tucson. Uh, they, I believe we still have a mask mandate in place for the actual city limits. I live outside the limits, so the areas around it are not following those restrictions anymore. So, like, if I go to, say, the Marana area or wherever, to somewhere south, north, wherever, nobody's wearing a mask for the most part. I'll see, like, an 80-year-old doing it, and it's like, okay, you're probably going to die tomorrow. So, like, I understand your your concern. I'll let, I'll let you have that. But um, in general, no, a lot of people outside the city limits are not wearing them. So that's been nice. With that said, business is still not booming. Um, in fact, I was actually just at my old workplace just on Friday, just a couple of days ago. And it's a movie theater with a bar. All right. This time two years ago, it was Friday, summer vacation at noon. Okay. 
that exact time two years ago, I probably would have already had like 50 bucks in tips alone in hand, right? Mm -hmm. There's nobody. It was dead. I mean, there were some movies coming out, but they're just not popping out movies as much as they were before. So nobody's showing up. So for businesses like that, it's still taking a hit. A lot of bars are hiring, but they're still not as hip and happening as they could be, you know? I mean, the economy tanked. A lot yeah. of a lot of places are still really suffering out here. So it's slowly getting better, but it's definitely not back to normal by any means. Yeah, no. Um, uh, where, where I am, I mean, I'm in Illinois. So um, it depends. It really, really does depend where you go. I mean... The, the 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 mask mandate that as in the mandate itself does seem to have um fallen by the wayside um what what surprises me is the number of people um still wearing um still wearing masks um because obviously you have a very large swathe of the population that has been vaccinated and you have uh, a um, not equally but just as large swathe of the population that had it and are now immune to it because they've got the antibodies so when you yeah. add all that together um the number of people that cannot get it is huge in comparison to the number of people that can get it and yet there are still more people wearing masks especially in illinois than are not, which kind of goes counter to what is the reality. The reality is the majority of the population ain't going to get it, let alone die from it. And yet the larger group of people seem to be continuing. I mean, uh, a local friend of mine actually just recovered from it. It, mm -hmm. it took a toll on her for about a month and a half. She mm -hmm. went in thinking she had like a bladder infection or something. Mm -hmm. And they checked her out and they went, no, this is COVID. And for like a month, she was completely self like quarantined herself. She was miserable. Mm -hmm. Like she was, and I mean, she only really recovered like a month ago. Yeah. So, well, I mean, but I mean, it, that said, no one else in her family got it. Um, mm -hmm. so that's good at least. But uh, yeah, I mean, I see like you know on my phone for instance, I'll, I'll check the weather and it pops up automatically. However many new coronavirus cases are in Arizona, and every time it's like around four hundred, then it's like nine deaths it's like really like nine out of 400 people it's really not the i don't know it's like by now it's like guys we're, what are you gonna learn this isn't as detrimental as you think it is yeah it's been over a year at this point like just fucking move on like, let yeah, it no, go, it. no 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 and I, I i get that because um uh, for me it's been especially when i when i have been out shopping the the, the swing from like for me, in February of 2020, um, uh, yeah, uh, you know, February of 2020, w when we when we thought we knew nothing. I mean, there was information out there, but it wasn't being readily shared. Um, I mean, they'd have they had the entire virus deconstructed, and they could have started. Work. We now know that they could have started work on a vaccine in February, January, February of 2020, but they didn't. Um, and because we didn't have that much data on it, I was wearing gloves and a mask when I went out because I knew nothing about this whatsoever. And the swing side of that is now when I'm out. So people were looking at me funny in February. People were it's like, I... isn't that isn't that a bit over the top? It's like, well, I don't know how many people 
have touched this shopping cart surface and we don't know how long it lives on various different types of surfaces. That's why when I went in, I would put on plastic gloves and when I left, I would throw them straight in the bin. And I wore See, them off. I, I had a very different, like, I, I never wore gloves when I went out. I didn't start wearing mask, masks until I had to because it was like, you know, just wash your fucking hands. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know. I, I'm very much a proponent for, like, build your natural immune system. You know, I mean, I, I knew I wasn't at risk. I My kids weren't at risk. So it was like, and I don't, I mean, I go to work and I come home. And when I go to work, I was working food service. So I was constantly washing and sanitizing my hands all the time. You know, I mean, not just a quick little rinse, but like all up and down your arms and all. So I mean, I was constantly clean. Mm. And then when we had to start, you know, wearing gloves and masks and such, I did for sure. But I mean, if I was going to the gym, they let out like sanitization products. They just had like spray cleaners and paper towels. You, you clean it off, exercise clean it off again, go to the next machine. And that's what I did, you know? So I, so I didn't wear anything unless I had to. I just sanitized everywhere I went. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would definitely argue that now the, the nowadays, the necessity to wear a mask, the, the you know, the, that, that, that need for PPE is just, it's not, it's, there's no, it's, it's not need now. It's more of a nicety. I mean, yeah. uh, mask wearing seems to have, um, it, it's kind of evolved into a social convention, even though it's not absolutely necessary, because, you know, there are more nasties out there than just the coronavirus. There are literally more nasties out there than the coronavirus. So by continuing to wear a mask, you might, you, you're not just probably helping, you know, it's, it's like if you're wearing it just for coronavirus, then you're kind of, you know, you're, you're kidding yourself a little bit because, yeah. uh, you know, there are, um, you know, th there have now been multiple studies. We know that if people, you know, people that have had it um, are immune. We know that people who have had the uh, the vaccination are immune. And, you know, the, the people that's like, oh, yeah, well, you still need to take that precaution. It's like, why? If you do not have faith and trust um, in, you know, uh, epidemiologists, saying, you know, if you've had it, you're going to be immune to it. Or if you've had a vaccination, you're not going to get it. You know, the chances of getting it, it's like the chances of getting it for a second time. You know, they are astronomical. If it was happening a lot, it would be it would be getting reported on by the media a lot. But what tends to happen is the the hot, the one, the one off. Oh, you know, Bill Mayer got it. It's like, that's it. That That's your one famous person getting it out of millions. You know, and, and it kind of harkens back to the um, I'm, I'm not sure which one it was, where there'd been eight million doses of it already given out. And there were six people that had had blood clots. So they put a pause on it. And it's like you, you have FDA approved medic, you know, medicines out there now with higher kill rates than that. And yet they're FDA approved. Um, and none of these vaccination, I mean, none of these vaccines have been FDA approved. They've just been given the uh you know the the kind of pass so that they can be used it's not that they're fda they, they don't have the official fda approval on them they just have um kind of like a pass you know because yeah. you know i don't know i i'm not getting the vaccine i'm not it's i mean not just it's not even like oh my god anti-vax it's just it's a rush job project most vaccinations take 10 to 15 years to get right and we've been working on this for a fraction of that you can't tell me that's freaking safe 
But I mean, I just have, I mean, I was actually going through my, uh, I was going through my genetic, I had my genetic testing done years ago for medical purposes. And um, I was going through it again today because it's been so long. And I'm like, is there anything I forgot about? Is there anything I should be more aware about? Maybe they, um, because, you know, not everything is fully mapped out and explained yet because they're still doing so many studies on all these different genes. You know, they're still learning as they're growing up. So like, okay, it's been a few years. Maybe there's more information now, you know? So I, so I re-downloaded them. I had them read again. And I mean, I'm actually... (laughs) There's no point because I'm actually immune to a lot of these vaccines, including like rubella. I'm completely immune to rubella vaccine, mm-hmm. which includes it, mumps, measles, mm-hmm. and I think there's another one on top of that. So yeah, no effects. I'm like, okay, well, I'm either aller- I know for a fact I'm allergic because I've had multiple allergic reactions to different ones, and then I'm immune to others. And it's like, yeah, there's really no point in me taking this fucking rush job one. I'm I'm sorry, like that's 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 dumb. That's dumb. It's funny. That I, you I mentioned- swear, I'm gonna punt. The next person I see who says Fauci, ouchy, mm-hmm. they're getting punted in the fucking front butt. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's the cringiest shit I've ever seen in my life. I saw this TikTok yesterday. Someone put it up on Twitter. And it's this bitch. And she's, oh my God, it's here. And she opens up this fucking package. And she's like, it's my Fauci pouch or ouch, Fauci, ouchy pouchy for my vaccination card. And she's like singing like it's the best fucking thing she's ever seen in her life. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, Please don't breed. I'm sorry, just don't breed. I'm mm, begging yeah. you. Like, no, I can't the, handle the, the this number shit. Of, the number of times that uh, the number of times that uh, that Fauci has mm. reversed, um, or, you know, gone 180. You know, so he said one thing, and then not not long after, he said the opposite. Um, that that's not what you need from a person who is speaking from a position of authority. And well, and obviously, he has been released. exactly. He has been promoted <laughs> by uh, he has been promoted by the state, um, regardless of you know what party is in charge of the state. He has been touted by the state as a voice of authority, and yeah. I always get concerned when um, people are pushed into positions of authority and touted as this is the person who you should listen to and take your advice from it's like well that's fine but what advice of this person do you want me to take because in this uh, uh, this time of the year at this month he was saying this wasn't and then he reversed it and then he changed it again later on so you're saying that i must listen to this person's advice what advice because they've um contradicted themselves on multiple occasions so you know uh, yeah, so so I'm I'm when it when it comes to advice from there are better uh, in my in my in my opinion there are better epidemiologists out there than um, Anthony Fauci than, well, than Dr. Anthony Fauci. Well, it simply makes no sense to put it all on one person. Exactly, that makes it really just it doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. It, what what it, it should be? Well, you know, there's there's this school and this college and this university. And they're doing studies and their head of epidemiology has a different, you know, different opinions than this one. And it's like, well, he has a different opinion or she has a different opinion or they have a different opinion. Um, right. But don't so don't listen to them. And it's like, why? Yeah, that's the thing you about know? doctors. Like, they'll. Because I mean, I mean like, it, it, it gets confusing because it's not like religion where there's all these different like, you know, interpretations. So you're following a different preacher who have all these different interpretations of whatever religious text. You're looking at what's 
theoretically supposed to be fact. So you would think you could have one person who just knows the facts, but that's just not the case because test results might vary or people might or, or fail. I mean, that's why they have to do it over and over and over again. That's why vaccinations are supposed to take years to perfect because you have to have multiple people testing it over and over and over and over again to see if you can finally get a fact. So when you put brand spanking new information on one person, you're you're destined for disaster. It, yeah. And it's it's just not logical in any sort of way. No. And 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 I I would hazard and I would be willing to make um a very very large wager that all of the people um um that have been hoisting um Dr. Anthony Fauci's opinion on the, you know, the global population, there is a large group of those people that have at some point in their life required some kind of medical testing. Oh, I'm ill or I think I'm ill. I'm going to go to the doctors and I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get a prognosis. And then the doctor gives them a prognosis that they don't like. And they're like, you know what? I'm not sure about this. I'm going to go and get a second opinion. Yeah. The yeah. whole, the, it, it's a term of phrase. Oh, you know, so you, you, if you don't like what you hear from your the first doctor, if you really don't like it, it's not a matter of trusting or disliking or not wanting to listen to what that first doctor had said. But a lot of people will be like, let's just go get a second opinion. Yeah. And everybody that... Well, hoists Fauci on to the world, on, onto the world, the, the world front. It's like, no, no, no second opinion. His word is gospel. And I'm like, no, if yeah. you were ill, if you were sick and you got an opinion from a doctor that you did not necessarily dislike or distrust, you would go and get a second opinion. What is wrong? And especially when wanting... you have something so little understood. I mean, like, I'm a perfect example because I'm, I'm type one narcoleptic. And I started getting symptoms when I was about six, seven years. Well, I started getting the nightmares and such when I was younger, but then I started getting the actual sleep paralysis when I was seven. I didn't have my first unconscious episode until I was nine. So it was like a work in progress. And over time, we were just like, why does she keep fainting? Why is she drastically exhausted all the time? Why does she seize up during moments like this? And so I went through multiple doctors. I had freaking MRI scans. I had uh, heart monitors. I had blood tests and I mean, all different kinds of things from multiple different doctors looking for all different things. And none of them could figure it out. None of them could tell me what was going on. And um, the best guess we, ha we had was, well, your spine screwed up. Maybe so your chiropractor thinks maybe you just have pinched nerves causing it or something. We had no idea. It was all just guessing. Mm -hmm. But everyone was looking for the wrong thing because, you know, at that point, narcolepsy was so, it was barely really known. It was just like, kind of, oh, you fall asleep sometimes, you know, and nothing really much more beyond that. So it wasn't until I actually had to go raw and get my genes tested that I was like, oh, crap, I carry a crap load of genes for narcolepsy and increased mm -hmm. risk of narcolepsy. So there we go. Adding, looking at the symptoms like, well, that explains everything, doesn't it? But it took years. Mm -hmm. It took years to do, and it took multiple doctors like ruling things out. It wasn't that simple. Nothing is these days. No. People, the, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, 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 there, 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 there are, exactly, there are lots of people out there that would like to boil this down 
into something simplistic, but it isn't. Especially no, you when can't. It comes it's nothing to... about the medical field is simple because bodies are simply not simple. Yeah, There's well, always different variants. There's always exceptions and mutations or whatever going on. Nobody's, we're not cookie cutter. We're all very different in our, in our genetic makeups. So you can't just have solid answers. You've got to do this. You've got to get the vaccine. You've got to blah, 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 blah. That doesn't cover everybody. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. I mean, like, you know, I'm, I mean, hell, another example, norovirus. My, I remember one time I went through the household and at the time we had nine people in that house and it was the only ones who didn't get norovirus and it lasted for a month. The only ones who didn't get it were me and my stepdad. And as it turns out, I am in fact immune to norovirus, but the vast majority are not. There's always exceptions. So to put any one person on a pedestal and to harp on anybody and say, well, you got to follow what he says. You got to do everything he says. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's completely fucking stupid. Well, I mean, it's it's um, it does seem to be. Um, I mean, it at some point um, over the you know the coming weeks and months, you know, it will just stop getting talked about altogether, um, uh, and and it has to. Um, it it really really does. You know, th- th- this this uh, you know part of human history needs to be consigned to the history books. You know, 10 years from now, people will be looking at things that were said, things that weren't said, the way things went. And, you know, then, and, you know, it'll be easier to pick at things. You know, it will be much, much easier to pick at things. If the frogs let it die out, all their fucking coronavirus tattoos and bullshit, like, good lord. Oh, yeah, no, 10 years. It's such such a cult. It's such a fucking cult. It's such birth. Look at me. I got a vaccine. I'm a fucking hero. Like, no, you sat there, had a fucking needle poked in you. Get the fuck over yourself. Good God. 10 years from now, all of the people that did that, people will look at them and go, you did what? I I mean, I just just had a tetanus jab. Does that mean, you know, in your world, uh, I should get, you know, a tattoo that says, oh, yay, I have my tetanus. I, I'm not going to die from tetanus or, you know, <laughs> yay, I, you know, um, I was, I was going to go and visit this country. I need, and I needed to have a shot for, you know, for this. I got a I get, for my I'll, I'll get, I'll get, a ta- you know, I'll get a tattoo. So, it's, so all of the people that went way, way, way over the top, 10 years from now, they're going to be looking at that and they're going to be thinking to themselves, I'm going to keep this covered up or I'm going to have it raised <laughs> off. Because they're I not, they feel shame. They're, you know, 10 years from now, those people aren't going to be displaying things like that. To be honest, pride. I don't think they will. I think they're going to try to continue to hype hype it up and make it like a badge of honor because they're, it's virtue signaling. They're trying to fill a hole, like an emotional hole of self-worth. So they're not going to let die be like, yeah, I was stupid. I got the tattoo. They're going to try to keep hyping up. And be like, yeah, I did that. I got this fucking tattoo because I helped contribute to killing the virus. You're safe and healthy because of people like me. That's what they're going to fucking do. That's their mentality. Yeah, that but is the, their mentality. The, a, a, lot, a, lot of, uh, uh, and a lot of people are going to look at those people and say, get the fuck away from me. Oh, I know. You virtue. Because because 10 years from, you know, just, I mean, I, I've, I've been saying this for a while, this whole virtue signaling. Um, politically, cor- you know, politically correct um, SJW uh, cancer. It, it's a phase, you know. Human history has these phases. Phases. I mean, I'm old enough to remember um, the uh, the PC phase in the UK of the 90s, and this was before the internet. So this was a nightmare. You know, you would get shouted down. 
by people if you refer to someone as tall or slim or fat. It was like, they're not tall. They're vertically challenged. Or if someone was <laughs> fat, you'd be like, yeah, but they're fat. It's like, no, that's wrong. That's very rude. It's immature. They're horizontally challenged. That's no, oh but that's God, what. That, no, that's not I, real. I don't believe I kid, you. No, that's no, challenged. that was oh. that. That was a thing in the UK in oh the nineties. I kid you oh not. That was a thing in the UK. So, I oh. do genuinely think that this, you know, um, uh, the the pushback against these types of uh, cultural phase because that's all. That's all. I, I see it as a cultural phase. You know, culture has changes. There's there's not there's not a ma- uh, there's not a lot of um, massive massive hardships in Western culture at the moment. So every now and then during those phases where everything, it, you know, you, you just look at things and it's like, my God, you know, is hey, is this as good as it gets? Because it's pretty damn good at the moment. And then you get sections of society and sections of culture that have to go looking for, you know, looking for the bad. And if they can't find something, they'll take one they'll small thing and they'll try and, you know, manufacture it into something into something um, bad and the mid to late nineties. It's 90s. that self victim mentality. They gotta feel no. like they're struggle. They gotta feel like they're struggling, so they feel strong. They gotta feel like other people are unable to stand up for themselves. I mean, it's you know, it's like no, you gotta say Latinx instead of Latina and all this shit. It's it's literally just to fill their egos. They yeah. they don't. I mean, they most of these hardcore prog type people they sit on their asses all day looking for any excuse to justify their lives falling apart to just blame everyone but themselves yeah and so they got to feel that emotional need and they will victimize themselves they'll victimize everyone else and act like they're just so brave and strong for standing up against what the fuck ever like it's it's sad i mean honestly when you break it down it's i mean yeah it, it's infuriating sure because they're so obnoxious about it and they're trying to push so many things, laws, regulations, et cetera, on everybody. But it's also like, fuck, how screwed up are you? Like, what happened to you? Yeah. You know? oh, I, and, 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 the, and the weird thing is the term virtue signaling. A lot of virtue signalers are, by definition, not virtuous in their virtue oh, signal. No, See, yeah. the, virtuous, the virtuous way to virtue signal would be, hey, I'm going to call... Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to call this group of people by their um, preferred pronouns, and and I'm always going to do that. You don't have to do it, and you you don't have to do it. But you know, me in myself, I'm going to respect those people that want those pronouns using, and I'm going to do that. That is a virtuous virtue signal. A non-virtuous virtue signal, which is what the majority of virtual signaling is, unfortunately, is I'm going to call those people by their preferred pronouns. And if you don't, I'm going to shame you. I'm going to try and destroy you. I'm going to insult you. I'm going to be mean, nasty and rude to you. That's that the difference. Is... See, that's the, that's the difference between somebody who's comfortable with themselves and know that they're just trying to do what's right. They just want to, you know, like, oh, yeah, I just want to make you happy. Like, you're good. Yeah, of course I respect your pronouns. We're good. Versus somebody who's trying to feel an emotional need and trying to feel like they're this big, important hero because they don't have any other sensation of self-worth. Self-worth. Yeah. That's what yeah. that is. That's, that's yeah. legitimately what it is. I mean, I keep saying, good people don't try to convince others that they are good people. Yeah. They just do their thing confident that they're a good person. People who are desperate to try to show... Uh, 
And it's usually the shittiest people who do this. They are at home and their personal lives, whatever, horrible people, and they know it. But they're trying to put on a show to convince everybody else that they are heroic and brave and willing to fight for other people. I that I'm sorry, this is a little hitting a little close to home right now. I'm not gonna lie. I know I know certain people just like this, like spitting examples and they they would post on social media and people reach out to me going, okay, what the hell did they do wrong? Because this is getting a little obsessive because I mean, because they can see right through them. It's like, no, you're yeah. trying to convince people that you're a hero, that you're a good person because you know, deep down you're not. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And, um, I, I try to, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll, um, I, I don't have any issues with people. I, I don't see, the uh, a problem with virtue signaling with people that as long as they're coming from a position of virtue initially you know yes. if they're just yes. a genuine you know so you it's you know you meeting somebody you know uh, bumping uh, bumping into someone you know you bump into someone in the street okay you bump into someone in the street and you go oh my god sorry dear and then that person says, well, actually, it's 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 not, dear. It's Mr. But don't worry about it. You're like, oh, I'm really, really sorry about that. I didn't. Re that yeah. is, you know, that's a that's like a tiny little virtue signal. But it's not um, it's not like then, which is a non which would be, oh, my, you know what? Uh, I, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to, you know, that that's me. I'm bad. I'm a bad person. I should have known better. You know, uh, I should have known exactly what. So, so yeah, so I don't have issues with virtue signaling as long as it's from a position of virtue. And, and, I, and know, I'm sitting here har harping on the liberal types, on the progressive types who do this too. But I mean, like every sort of demographic is guilty of this to some extent. I mean, even like yeah. the hardcore right wing religious types, they'll do it too. They will sit there and try to show everybody, oh, I'm such a good hardcore Christian. And I'm so righteous and I'm holier than thou, blah, blah, blah. And they keep trying to convince everybody that they are this warrior of God because at home, they're a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, this isn't just the left wing thing. I know I keep harping on the left wing, but it's not. And I say this as a, as a Christian person, like, no, this is, this is, a, it's a human thing. It's a damaged you know, human thing. Everybody, everybody does it. Um, um, and, and like I said, you know, like, like, like I theorize, I, I do think that it, it, it's something that will be moved away from. At some point in the uh, at some point in the not not too distant future, these these cultural phases, you know, they they come and they go. Um, um, they get repeated. Um, like the uh, there's a the, the big one at the moment. You know, one of the ones that seems to be uh, building up ahead of steam at the moment is the um, is the CRT stuff. Uh, the the uh, the critical race theory stuff that seems to oh, be building uh, up some uh, building up some steam. If you just uh, say uh, abbreviations, I'm gonna I'm not gonna know what you're talking. All right, about. yeah, sorry. No, the the critical race theory stuff seems okay, to have okay. been. It seemed you know so it it was slowly slowly building up and slowly building up and um it's now that, to get shut down pretty quick and, and exactly and that's the yeah. thing you know from you know from a cultural from a cultural perspective um a lot of, and and it's it's the um it's the schools. Um, where the uh, a lot of the pushback seems to be, uh, you know, a lot of this pushback seems to be be coming from because um, people didn't know what it was um, fully, uh, you know, what what CRT was was fully embracing um, because uh, you know prior to it making it to the schools and parents finding out and pushing back, it was kind of relegated to just being discussed on YouTube and. Uh, and Facebook and social media, it wasn't in 
you know, when 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 those types of cultural things make the uh, the the transgress to you know real life and affecting real life, that's when people that aren't on social media, you know, nine you know nine hours a day suddenly it's like, oh, hang on a minute, I what so what is this? What is this CRT? Oh, it's this. Oh right, I really really don't agree with that. Um, um I'm going to push back on it. Whereas before, when it was just in social media, it wasn't getting a massive amount of pushback. But now it's, you know, people are finding well, it in schools and stuff like that. That's a, that's a whole other level there. It's one thing if it's a bunch of adults and you're on social media and everybody is saying everything. You're seeing opinions all over the place, all kinds. And then all of a sudden you're going to try to force it on children you know, and you have no say in the matter. Like that's that's completely different. And I mean, honestly, Paul... I'm not a fan of public school. Everybody knows that. But I'm sorry, public school needs to be, if we're going to have to have it, it needs to be left to actual life skill type situations. You know, yeah, teach them, the, the, teach the math, teach them, you know, science enough to get them by, teach them, you know, history, factual history, not interpretations of history, not, you know, but the actual shit that actually happened. And then I, after that, it really needs to be more life skill type situations. Bring back home economics, you know, or even just more electives, mechanics, how to fill out your fucking taxes, unfortunately, and things we're actually going to use, but it's never going to be like that. Instead, it's just getting pushed towards more and more and more social programming, which is why you'll never catch me sticking my kids in public school. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've always, I've always been, uh, I've always been of the school of thought where school, the only compulsory subjects in any school should be maths and science and the the um uh, the curriculum for a whatever school or whatever year beyond maths and science should be decided by you know local school boards and parents and teachers even math has its limits because i mean like you know i mean yeah it's important to understand the basics you know but then once you start getting into the advanced stuff that's just not stuff people are going to use oh i'm not suggesting advanced you know? maths and so I'm, I'm i'm oh yeah I'm, I'm just saying yeah, like I'm even that's kind of loose after a certain extent like yes yeah. it just Basic, basic. I mean, I'm talking about the basic fundamentals. You know, one yeah, plus yeah. one equals two. You yeah. know, once uh, you, when you're going to force a kid to stay in school for like eight plus hours a day, you need to focus on the life skills because, unfortunately, a lot of these parents are not going to have time to teach them the life skills. And that's something that bothers me so much. So I'll say, well, it's the parents' job to teach them this, and that's the parents' job to teach them that. Okay. These parents, unfortunately, in this economy, most of the time, both parents have to work. So you've already got that as an issue. And then the kids are at school. They have to get up balls fucking early to get ready. They're tired. They're moody. They're in school all fucking day, overloaded with information. They know they're not going to use. They're sitting here going, oh, my God, why do I have to learn this shit? I don't enjoy it. This has nothing to do with what I want to do in my, in my future. Like, why am I here? They're stressed the fuck out because teachers are stressful, students are stressful, and then they get home and they've got like two to three hours of schoolwork afterward, and then they're, they're, they they want to get an extracurricular activities, they want to do sports, they want to do dance, they want to do whatever. They don't have any fucking time. They literally don't have time. All their life is getting wasted. Their whole youth is getting wasted learning pointless bullshit. Like, 
it, it infuriates me. It honestly infuriates Like, we wonder why people are so fucked up nowadays. And it's like, look, it's literally like indoctrination camps. They're taking away our, I mean, God, this shit starts when they're like four years old, five years old. And yeah, no, if the school, I mean, especially like, you know, um, my, 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 not, not as a, not as a parent, but you know, a lot of these school boards are having meetings and parents are making their opinions heard specifically regarding CRT. My, my question would be, does our school have a 100% numeracy and literacy rate? Because if it doesn't, let's focus on that before you start focusing about adding ideal, you know, let's get the basics at 100%. And then we can worry about teaching them whether it's history or geography you ever get or home economics. I don't think you'll ever get a hundred percent in those subjects just because like some things are just more difficult for others to grasp for whatever reason, you know. So, but I, mean, I, the, think, the, I get the, I get your point the, at the same time though, you know. It's like look, there's other more important things we need to focus on. We are trying to teach our kids how to be functional adults. So if you're gonna make my kid be with you. All fucking day, five days a week. You better fucking help teach them how to be a functional adult. Otherwise, why the hell are they there? Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, what, like, you know, at that the, point, it's like no, fucking homeschool your kids. Homeschool yeah. your fucking kids. The, the, regarding regarding the whole maths element of uh, the maths element of school, um, that the, specifically, you know, when it comes to things like you know numeracy and literacy rates, there have been points in time where countries have had 100% numeracy and literacy rates oh, I'm sure. at I'm certain sure. ages. Um, yeah. And I think if, if, if you set yourself a title for a specific age group um, and try and get to, not to, but as close to 100% as possible, then the maths is, is that's it. You, you've given the, your students and your pupils that grounding. At that point, it should then morph into um, economics. And finances, because yeah. uh, it, once the, once all of the students and all of the pupils know how to do one plus one, and they know how to do ten times ten, and they know how to do that, then the real world application of maths needs to yes. be taught. Okay, so what is APR? You know, how do I balance a checkbook? How do I handle my money? How yes. do I budget this? How do you know? Teach um, supply and demand. How, Teach profit and, and investments. That, exactly. How does an investment yeah. work? You know how 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 does um you know supply and demand? You know, so it needs to then morph from maths into you know economics and fine. Not not advanced economics. We're talking right, one -on -one. right. Basic Just economics. They're young. They just need to start off finances. small and. Yeah, give exactly. them some experiences. So that when somebody to... finishes their secondary education and secondary mm -hmm. education finishes at different ages in different countries, but universally it's between 16 and 18 um, before, you know, students go on to higher education. You know, so if they don't go into higher education and they go straight into the workforce, they know basic financing and basic economics enough so that they can function as, you know, um, competent human beings, you know, they well, know, they, know, they know, and they understand, you know. Oh, I know, and it's just um, sad because I mean, the reality is, this is a system that encourages going the going, sinking yourself in thousands upon thousands in college debt or joining the military before they encourage going to trade schools. You know, like it's it's just such a screwed up system in so many. I mean, I remember when early on in school when they're, I mean, hell, even in Girl Scouts, they were pushing joining the military on us so. Early. I remember being hmm. nine years old 
And there's a woman standing there at this Air Force base because it was a Girl Scout event at an Air Force base. And she's like passing out stickers for anybody who promised to come register for the military when they turned 18. Oh, my goodness. I'm not kidding. It starts young. It's it's insane. Like, I mean, you, so, I mean, yeah, you look at the system. They don't want you to succeed. They really don't. It's so cut and dry. I don't understand how, how so many people just don't see it. They go, well, my socialization, they got a social. The damn park. Like, there are other ways to fucking socialize your kids. They're crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. They'll argue, like, oh, well, they need to have experience with bullies and blah, blah, blah. They'll get that in other places. Like, they don't have to have public school where they're sitting there indoctrinated and shamed and humiliated because they can't understand this or that. Or they're excelling in another field, but they're being told it doesn't matter because they're failing in another another area so they're them excelling doesn't matter in this regard because well you're still failing like how, what do you think it's going to do to your to the self-esteem of your kids hmm. yeah honestly when they're sitting there busting their asses they found something they're passionate in it and they're excelling and they're doing great in it but because they're slipping in a couple of other completely unrelated subjects things that have nothing to do with anything they're getting parent calls they're getting teacher conferences and they're getting threats and like you know you're gonna take summer school if you don't that, it's horrible. It's it's legitimately disgusting. I mean, I remember in public school, I excelled in science. I always excelled in science. I did pretty good in math. Um, history, honestly, kind of depended on what we were learning about because some was just boring and some was really fascinating. But um, I would when it came to like poetry type stuff, I was really good with like analytical essays. I. I mean, God, my last year of high school, I legit, like, all my grammar, I missed one question, one grammar question the entire year. Like, I mean, I was not a dumb kid, but I'd still get calls to my parents. Oh, my God, she's slipping in poetry. Who the fuck cares? It's fucking poetry. <laughs> I'm planning on, like, getting a fucking degree in astrobiology, for God's sake. I'm not going to be writing haikus about alien life. Like, what the fuck does it matter? Honestly. It's yeah. degrading. It really is. When you can't I think, get... I think, I think that I think the uh, the reason why um, um, another reason why a, a lot of especially within the public school system a lot of why we're hearing a lot about parents um, uh, turning up at board meetings and turning up at these conferences and voicing concerns and airing concerns and voicing opinions is because twenty twenty was. Um, for all intents and purposes, a complete washout for the education of their children. And this is, you know, and, and we've pretty much gone through the majority of, of 2021. And in a lot of states, the education of um, a lot of parents' children has still been, it, probably in their mind, lacking. You know, um, sitting in front of a computer with a Zoom call, um, and, you know, the, the, the people that see either the um, the benefit or the, the lack of benefit for their children are going to be the parents. A teacher doing a Zoom class for a bunch of kids isn't going to know how effective that is. The parents are going to know. So parents can now go back out. They can go to the schools. They can go to these board meetings. And it's like, right, OK, so they probably a lot of them probably went there with the intention of, how are you going to get my kids' education back on track after, you know, a 12-month hiatus? And then all of a sudden they start hearing about 
what their kids are actually going to be taught. And that's, I think that's where a lot of the pushback um, has come from because, you know, parents want to know that schools are going to get their kids back on track um, because obviously um, I, I think it's pretty much a given that once the summer holidays is over and all of the kids are back in school, all of the kids are going to be back in school. I yeah. think, you know, full time being in school, there's not going to be any more Zooms. There's not going to be any more issues. I think um, uh, if there was, you know, there'd be hell to pay. Schools would, prop, you know, parents would proper, proper kick off. So, you know, when the school year starts, the, the 2021 school year starts in earnest, um, you know, everyone's going to be back and parents aren't going to sit around and take anything that a school is dishing out that isn't fundamentally on track with get my kid back on track. I wasn't happy right. with what, what Why they were are getting. You, we just wasted a whole year screwing around with their education. Now we're back. They're supposed to be getting a solid education. Or we're wasting it on critical race theory and bullshit like this, on social things. Well, we need to be focusing on the fundamentals to get them on track with their lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I must. How, how is your summer going? We're, we're on the subject of summer. How How is summer in Arizona? <laughs> Fucking balls on it. Like. Oh my god! Like I, I put up some, I put a photo on Twitter actually about a weekish ago because I said that we're like on the way home. I drove past one of those like outdoor, um, just you know, electric sign dealios for a gas station, and said it was 124 degrees. And that day we actually did hit the hottest recorded day in Tucson for the past 125 years. And now, so. I've been saying like, yeah, no, it's miserable in my house. It cannot keep up with the heat. And people outside of Arizona just don't get it. I put up a photo of my thermostat where I said it was, uh, I think it was, I think it was 90 degrees at the time in my house. Hmm. And that's not even as hot. I mean, I've seen it reach 99 in my house. All right. And so I put up a photo. I'm like, I'm not freaking kidding. When I say we can't keep up and everyone's going, oh my God, you need to get a brand new AC. I'm like, it's two years old. Well, you need to do this and you need to do that. I'm like, guys, this is desert life there's nothing i can do my house faces east to west so in the morning it's cooking on one side as the sun's coming up and in the evening it's cooking on this side of the house so i mean i can feel it i'm kind of starting to get sweaty as i am right now because it's getting that time of day where it's just inside my house my, my ac cannot keep up with it. it it just can't and i've got like a not in here i don't but in my living room i have a double curtain rod with two layers of lockout curtains, that doesn't helps a little bit, but <laughs> only by like three degrees. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're supposed to be uh, hopefully hitting monsoon season pretty soon. The forecast says next week will actually be under a hundred. Oh my god, it's gonna be so fucking cold now and uh, <laughs> stormy and rainy. So that'll be nice because we've had some really shitty monsoon seasons these past few years. We actually, um, so I live, I live right by Saguaro National Park. And all of our saguaros have been blooming in ways they shouldn't be blooming. Like normally, so on a saguaro cactus, sometimes I forget that some don't know what I mean when I say saguaro. Um, but for those who don't know, they're just a stereotypical looking tall armed cactus. Okay, that's what that is, is, is a saguaro. When they bloom, 
they typically uh, will bloom their flowers like little crowns. They're like little little hats on top of the, the main body and the arms, right? They're blooming all over the saguaro. And that's not good. People are nervous that it's like a last attempt by the saguaros to desperately get some pollination and maybe some moisture or something in order to mm-hmm. keep the species alive. So yeah, we're not doing so great out here. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we, it's it's been quite nice where I um I've got the uh, the vegetable patches rocking, got spuds growing, got peas growing, good, good. got carrots growing, Get loads shit of onions. Out here. Our our corn is oh yeah, our corn is going really really well, and then the uh, the zucchini plant, just everything, everything's growing really really well, and so are the tomatoes. Good, plants. good. So um we've been getting, I mean although. Uh, once once we're done uh, once we're done recording this, I, I will have to go and put all of the um, well everything back out because we've got two tornado warnings yesterday afternoon, one at four thirty, oh and then we got one at quarter past five. And between the one I received at four thirty and the one that I got, I didn't see the one at five fifteen because I was already outside bringing everything into the garage <laughs> because I, I've. The, the, it's don't get me wrong it's not that the stuff disappears it's just it's a pain in the ass having to go to your neighbor's garden it's like <laughs> oh yeah sorry sorry about the garden furniture and then right. you carry it back and put it back in your because that's what always oh happens. i know we get that we get that out here um people don't really realize just how windy tucson gets um i have a couple of friends that call me the, the wind bringer because every time i go to their house we just get insane amount of wind like i just have horrible timing i guess but uh I mean, actually, earlier today, we got a dust storm so hard, I, I, I heard it, and I thought we were getting a storm, because it sounded like raindrops just pounding on the windows, and no, it was just a dust storm just slamming rocks all over the place, and um, yeah, that'll happen, like, people, if you have a trampoline, it's going to get blown off, and it's going to get in your yard, like, why is it getting somewhere so white, what the heck? That's probably just the. It's probably the. Uh, it's probably the sunlight actually. Oh yeah, oh, no. Yeah. Oh wow, that is. Oh yeah, no, no. And it's there. We go. It's gone back to normal. It's. It's some. A lot of the time, it's just white. The sun's peeking levels. through my windows. Like I know you're talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. You get some. Um. Uh, you you do get. So, so I, I I mean normally. I, I've left stuff out and I've just weighted it down, but on uh, yeah, on this occasion, I, I kind of wanted to do so because I, I the, the last thing <laughs> the last thing I want is because everyone's gardens where I am, it's all open. There's no fences, so, yeah. <laughs> so it's not like it's not like uh, it's not like that episode of TV from the t- it's not like that episode from the TV show The Middle where uh, there was there was an episode where they had like really really bad weather and then the you know the, the episode with oh so, so what did we get this year and the joke was that you know on a high wind you know high wind day in indiana um you you you'd lose some garden furniture but you'd get something new so it's like oh what did we got oh we got a whole new set of patio furniture and the husband's <laughs> like score because there's fences so what you you know what what was you know what you lose You've lost, but what you've gained uh, is, you know, is yours. Unfortunately, it's just that's, a big trade. It's just yeah, like a white elephant exchange. That's that's not the case where I am because we we don't have, you know, we don't. There's there's only I've seen trampolines like on people's roofs and shit because the dust storms, the the dust levels will come in 
and swoop them up and they don't have them tied down. They're just like, oh, the trampoline, it's fine. And then they get swept up and you see them on people's fucking roofs. <laughs> That's yeah. not that annoying. Please. Oh. Bless you. Oh. oh. Bless me. It's an easy. Um, yes. So, uh, uh, so yeah. So, summer's, summer's, summer's pretty decent. Um, I mean, it's not too hot. Uh, I've been, you know, tested because I, I spend a lot of my time down in the basement. So, it's kind of subterranean. It's naturally cool down here. Um, so, uh, on weekends, I've been trying it without the aircon on. And you can instantly yeah. feel that the aircon is not on as soon as you walk up the stairs because it's nice and cool down here at the moment. As soon as you walk up the stairs, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> it like jumped in, by like uh, ten degrees. So you think I was like, in northern Ooh. Arizona for a while earlier this month, and I'm like desperately wanting to go back. It was it was like twenty degrees cooler up there than it is here, and it's just it's just miserable now. I mean, thankfully, like I said, it's gonna be a bit cooler, but I'm still looking at like, oh great, it's cooler. It's ninety six instead of one hundred and sixteen. But like, the Flagstaff is only like seventy six right now. You know. <laughs> I went, God, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. I, I want to get under so fucking bad. I'm, I'm sick of this. It's been 10 years living, just about living in this freaking desert. And I'm done. I'm done with it. Sorry, guys. So if, if not the desert of Arizona, where? That, I'm not, I'm not going to disclose that right now. No worries. Not a problem. <laughs> um, yeah. For, for me, it's Illinois. I'm stuck. I got to hide from the feds and all that. You know? <laughs> Yes, but hey, me. look, you know, it, it, I got, I got to keep up the the John McAfee uh, lifestyle, and nobody can know where I'm going. So it's 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 an honor to him. We'll yeah, um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, suggesting suggesting, uh, you know, the the don't get just don't get McAfee. If you're gonna <laughs> live the John McAfee lifestyle, sorry, no, no, if you're gonna Not live so the John McAfee lifestyle. Yeah, if you're not, if you're gonna live the John McAfee lifestyle, don't get Epstein. <laughs> right, not until I'm old. Once I'm like, you know, 85 years old, I've had a good life. It's like, all right, I've had a good life. Like, fucking bring it, you know. But it's, I got, I got some time on something. <laughs> so, but, we'll see. Uh, hey, 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 we're we're back. You know, we, we we've got we've got a whole. Well, we don't have lots of plans for the show this summer. All we know is that you know season two is going to be interesting because. The crazy stuff always happens in the summer. The crazy stuff it. always happens in well, the I summer. Well, I say that, but I mean, to be real, like, the crazy shit's always happening. I'm like, <laughs> there's always crazy shit. Yeah, I, I might have to start paying. Um, well, now that now that now that we're doing the shit, now that we're doing season two, I might have to pay a little bit more attention to um, what's happening Twitter, in the world to, to, to my Twitter feed because I I've been like blatantly ignoring my my main twitter feed i've been like ignoring it like nah you know yeah i don't blame uh, you I, uh, I i use the, i mean don't get me wrong i mean i still use twitter but i use my 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 other account um my my other account my gaming account which has only got like just over 100 followers so my feed <laughs> isn't flooded by the opinions of like the 1700 odd people that i follow on my main account um yeah. i guess i guess i might have to um uh, to chime in and, and, and listen to stuff like that. Although I, I will say there is one thing that I have enjoyed with social media. Um, and it's strange, but, but I'm, I'm happy to say this. That new feature on Twitter where a group of people can just jump in and start having conversations. I have I've been had... doing that way too much. <laughs> have you been doing that, have you? I have been. I've been doing it like 
way too. You're getting that when when you do that when you the next time the next time you do uh, the next time you do that make sure you um fire me uh, make sure you fire me a link so I can. Jump oh yeah, into definitely, the... definitely. Yeah, I usually don't do it um alone. I usually have um like a a friend of mine do that with me like as I start it. But um yeah, I'll let you know for sure because at this point it's I probably do it like two to three times a week. See, I, 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 I do, I do it. I, I'm, I'm not doing it like two or three times a week, but I'm definitely doing it two to three times a month. Um, that's fine. I, I, yeah, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I do it frequently enough where it's like, yeah, just freaking watch. Okay. But yeah, just just watch because, like, basically, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, like, it'll show like on the top of the screen who's doing the different uh chat yeah thing. i've never seen a notification for that with your okay, name it's not really to it. well actually sometimes there are notifications but usually not it's just you have to look on the top of your screen like where your fleets go yeah yeah it's like up there and they'll be like like you'll see it's like purple and there's like little stars on it or some shit and you'll see like little plus it'll say like it'll show like who the host is and then it'll show, show like another person and say like plus however many people are listening in there Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, anytime I, I can let you know next time. Yeah, yeah, let me know because I, I, yeah. I, let me know because I would, I, 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 I've been, I've been on the on the handful of occasions that I have jumped in on those. It's been, um, uh, it's been a lot of fun, and and it got me. Oh, you yeah, know, one, it is fun. One of those conversations got me invited to a, a very unusual, uh, a, a very unusual Discord channel, um, called the Lizard Kingdom. <laughs> um, which, which, which is very, very interesting. Very, very, yeah, very, very interesting. So, uh, yeah, um, may, maybe I'll have to share that. With like you flat Earther type interesting. No, no, no. It's, it's, I'm it's, thinking it's, reptilians and adrenochrome. No, no. It's um, you know, it's it's it, it's very. I mean, there's there's like there's a there's tabs on it that have got like liberty servers and stuff like that. Okay. And and, yeah. No. I I I've, I've been in there and just looked and listened to conversations that go on okay. some people yeah i don't like really, really belong really to a lot of that's what i should talk about actually now that i think about it um the libertarian charity calendars that i have somehow fucking found myself fucking running um yeah so me and another friend on twitter i believe i'm gonna leave out of handles i believe it's fond patel remember right i'm so bad at handles but she and i are are running these together and basically the proceeds of these calendars are going to go towards um voluntarism and action and there's two different versions one is liberty twitter women in sundresses with guns and all that shit and the other one is male pinup liberty twitter men and i'm hoping phil remembers because i got phil that remains to freaking sign up for that Yeah, <laughs> so I'm hoping well, he remembers if, that. If, if, I might if, have if to get him up got, and be like, uh, "Hey, you still doing this?" If you can't, if you if you if, if you need if you if if you're missing a twelve, you can hit me up. Missing a twelve. I know. I was 12. surprised. I was like, I kind of, I I didn't think he was gonna respond, and I posted on Twitter like everyone petitioned to get him to join in. <laughs> I messaged. He, he responded. I messaged him. He's like, oh, "Okay, great." And I'm like, "Oh, I got, it actually worked." <laughs> Yeah, no, because I do have a, um, I do have a, I do have a union flag that I could suggestively drape over one's self. Uh, the, um, the, I'm not gonna lie, the men's one is more provocative than the women's one. The oh, women is it really? I mean, 
the women can't, I mean, they can be a bit product, product, provocative, provocative, provocative. They can be provocative if they want, but legit, it's just like getting us done dressed. You can just be cute and flirty looking. There's a cat biting my foot. <laughs> and yeah, just, you know, sundress, look liberty themed in some way, have some guns, have like, you know, fucking whatever. Um, I'm actually going to be in June. I, I need to schedule mine, actually. Um, a friend of mine is a libertarian party, chair party holder, I believe. And she's in Phoenix. And she does a lot of pinup stuff and whatnot. So we're actually going to be doing ours together for mm-hmm. June. So it's going to be two in one photo. Um, and then the men's, yeah, it's like Haw- open Hawaiian shirts and guns and like tactical gear and all that. But um, yeah, the profits are going to be going towards charity. People have been kind of talking about doing it for a long time. And then finally, my friend and I are like, you want to just fucking start it? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's what happens. I never think before I act. I'm just like, let's fucking do it. And I jump in and I go, oh, God, what have I done? So we'll, well there's, there's, there's something that there's something that we can do. Uh, there's something we can do updates on. We can discuss <laughs> updates on during a show each week. Oh, I know. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I, I need to get, I'm probably going to, I don't know what, I I have sundresses, but I don't feel like any of them are right. I need, I need a hat, I need a cowboy, I need a cowgirl hat. That's what I need. You need. I'm going, I'm going full ass western See, on this I, shit. I do, I do, ha- I do have a, I do have. <laughs> I mean, I live in, I live in a desert, you know, like, I've got, I've been thinking about it, I'm like, shit, I can have my, I, I gotta find like a kind of westernish looking sundress, but then I gotta get a damn hat. I've got. A gun. I don't have boots, but lucky for me, this friend is the same shoe size as me, and she has boots. So I'm gonna borrow her boots. <laughs> and um, I'm like, shit, I've got like animal bones out the ass. I could make this look like miserable desert as shit. I've got a cattle skull in my front yard. I've got like rattlesnake skin, and I'm I, I'm actually working on. I have a rattle. I like picked apart the rattle, like cleaned it out, and. And uh, it still makes a sound, but I'm going to cover it in epoxy and turn it into a pendant to wear around my neck for it. I'm like, I've been, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, well, I, I've got a full green screen studio on the uh, uh, behind the, um, the, the the workstation here. So I, I, I've been having lots of fun with that. I mean, uh, you, you may you may or may not be aware, but um, I, I was for, for a period of about a month, maybe a little bit more several months ago i was doing hot tub streams really yeah because you know i wanted I to take back i wanted to take back twitter <laughs> I want... our experience. hot tubs are not i mean obviously my hot tub is a green screen it's you know i'm not actually in a hot tub i'm mocking oh, okay. hot okay. tub stri- i'm not doing an actual hot tub stream okay. i'm mocking i was mocking oh, hot tub streams <laughs> so it was a green screen hot tub on okay. a lovely okay. golden sandy beach, and okay. I was, you know, so I green screen, you know, I would sit on a chair and I would green screen my legs out so that it looked like I was sat in a hot tub, and I had the hot tub sound effects going on in the background. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. Yeah, you'll have to, um, you'll have to check it out. Just, I just was, so that I, was, I tell uh... you what, I will drop, I will drop a link, I will drop a link for a clip. <laughs> I was the, recently in, the in, a, in a hot tub. Below. I was recently in a hot tub, out of town, tripping balls, glaring uh-huh. at neighbors that kept turning on lights around me because I was naked as fuck, and I'm just like, go away. 
<laughs> I'm like freaking the fuck out, like leave, stop watching me. <laughs> it was a yeah, it was a very it was a very bizarre experience, but a good way to ring in the thirtieth year, of my birthday, thirtieth yeah, oh. year, of my birthday, thirtieth birthday, yeah. Right. Well, okay. Well, we've been going for we've been going for an hour, so uh, I think that that is a uh, that is a uh, a good amount of time to bring us bring us into season two. So uh, uh, we've discussed some things, we've talked about some things, and as each week passes, we'll come up with more topical things to discuss, and we can give you updates on things like calendars and hot tub streaks. <laughs> not that not that I'm doing them anymore or anything like that. So uh, yeah. It's not something. It's not something. Not that's, yet. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yes. So, uh, have you got anything to say? Uh, anything you'd like to uh, to say just to finish off the, to finish off the uh, the podcast, Holly? Don't do drugs unsupervised. That's that's good advice. That's good advice. Yes. Um, uh, uh, nothing from me. But uh, you've been listening <laughs> to Harley and the Nev. We are the Red Letter yellow letter podcast and we'll see you all next week toodles bye everyone